Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer doesn't know the meaning of the word fear. That's but correct. Then again, he doesn't know the meaning of most words. Know, wait a the Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Radio 1067. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pete's the one who's sick there. Yeah, Pete's uh, Pete is not making it in today, but don't worry. Hangman is filling in, along with John Boy. <laughs> now, this is going to be interesting because, you know, Hangman is a, is a little active. Hangman is a uh, is a high personality, <laughs> type A. So this could get a little funky in here today. I don't, we'll see. Anyway, yeah, we're pulling around. Pete's Pete's still sick. Hopefully in tomorrow. All right, this is Katy Perry. And she says when you get to do the halftime show at the Super Bowl, she had to run her costumes, her budget, and every interview through a committee from the NFL. Katy Perry says it's a great opportunity to do a halftime show, but once an artist decides to do it, you have no life for six months. That's what they take out of your life to get everything perfect. And she says you stay off the Internet for at least five days afterwards, too, because everybody's going to blast you. And I, ironically, uh, Katy Perry's going to lend her voice and her uh, magnificent body to a cell phone game, Glue Mobile, which also has the Kim Kardashian Hollywood game. And now Katy Perry's going to get a game of her own on cell phone gaming of some kind. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, News Radio 1067, 844 404-1067. Okay, here's what's going down, and we got a lot of things to play for you today, and some sound and some topics and issues and all that good stuff. First of all, now you know me, right? Well, if you do know me, you know me enough to know that it n- not much really surprises me or offends me, and especially when it comes to, you know, girls and, uh, you know, loving and uh, sexual matters and intimacy and relationships, stuff like that. I mean, you know, pretty much I- I'm a... I pretty much anything goes as far as I'm concerned. If you're serious about something in a topic, you know, it's found me. But honest to goodness, the Sports Illustrated cover shot of the swimsuit issue is pornography. Have you seen it? John Boy, I showed it to you, John Boy. Could, could you believe it? I, I, I mean, really? Stunned. I really could. And you're a, you're 23, for God's sake. So it's not like you haven't seen any. You know, guys who are 23 have had sex with every girl in their high school senior class, okay? I mean, like 99% of the girls in high school are having sex with 99% of the boys in high school. So nobody, there's no surprise for anything. No. Plus, when the internet came out, and all of a sudden you can look up your own porn in the comfort of your own living room or your own bath. I mean, my God, there's no more reason for magazine. Well, why did Penthouse and Playboy even in existence anymore? Because of the internet. And yet, this picture of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I'm telling you. Well, hold on. Let me. Oh, all right. Well, here's the good news. Here's the good news. Uh, we can confirm now. Her last Pap smear came out fine. So that was. I can tell that just by looking. Oh man, she has a little Inky. trouble. Has a little trouble with her cervix, though. I think that's the one thing that you want to be very careful of, Miss. 
I'm telling you, that if you haven't seen it, you should Google the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue cover shot. It's Derek Jeter's girlfriend, by the way. Does it make you reconsidering checking the box that opts out of this? You know, I opted issue? out a couple years ago. And honestly, I did. And if, because I realized, I mean, I got the issue and, and I realized, first of all, these women don't appeal to me. I mean, I, my, my idea of a sexy woman or a beautiful woman or an intimate woman or whatever is not a six foot two inch uh, gawky, bony uh, chick who's got hands that can palm three basketballs. You know, that, that's to, to me, that's not it. OK, I'm, I have nothing wrong with them. I'm not I'm not against them. I'm just saying that's not my idea of a perfect woman. So I looked at the swimsuit issue for years and years and years. And finally, I said. They don't really. I don't really. They don't really turn me on. I mean, they're pretty. They're they're glamorous, but they don't really turn me on. And it's just girls in pretend bathing suits in a sports magazine. It's just stupid. If I want to look at naked girls, I go on the internet. I mean, you see a hell of a lot more on the internet and in the privacy of your own home than you can look at it in a magazine. I mean, it's stupid. Why do they even have it? Honestly, I don't. I don't understand who would want it when you have a million alternatives that are a trillion percent better. Well, as as raw as the Sports Illustrated that we saw this morning was, have you ever seen the ESPN bodies issue? Yeah, yeah, that's but that, even worse. But that's, well, yeah, but that at least is called bodies. What I'm complaining about is this is a Sports Illustrated sports magazine, and the covers a picture shows this girl right down to her hungada hungada mangada mangada. I mean, it's unbelievable. If I were Derek Jeter, I'd be a little offended if that were. Well, well, I don't. I don't. If that was my girlfriend, I would be. You know, (laughs) but then everybody's going to be thinking the same thing about her anyway, whether it was that particular picture or not. But still, that it just went too far. It's too far. It's a cover shot. So it's right. I mean, do they put it behind the counters at at, at stores now? I don't even know. I think they. I think they put it in a brown paper bag. Well, being honest, the Kate Upton winter swimsuit thing was not any better. Well, that's true. You know, but Kate Upton, she's just too much. I mean, she's just overflowing everything. That, that's not attractive to me either. I got to tell you, that's just not, I, no, I have no, no. I mean, that's just not, to me, that's not attractive. It's it's sort of bulky and awkward. But anyway, I just, I mean, I'm amazed. And I'll get off it. But if you want to comment, I'd love to hear what you think. Maybe I'm just, I couldn't be, get, be turning into an old fuddy-duddy because you know me. My <laughs> attitude is, hey, baby, you're here. Come on down. Let's go dancing. You know, and then we'll take a load down to Florida for about two days or so. I don't even mean whatever, you know. But this, honestly, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Okay. Uh, Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Brian Williams. There's one thing that uh, those of us who actually have had military experience in dangerous places uh, get easily and frequently offended by those phony would-be chicken hawks who are living a pretend life to feel better about themselves, even though they feel guilty for never serving their country in uniform. And, when I mean, it's like, uh, you remember Brian Dennehy, the big blonde actor who was in so many movies? He was in uh, Cocoon, and uh, he's been in a billion things. If you saw his picture, you'd know his face. He, he For years, he told all his friends that he was a combat hero, a decorated combat Marine in Vietnam. He never went to Vietnam. He was never there. <laughs> he was in Hawaii. But, you know, stories, and, and he got outed and he apologized, but that's that's beside the point. And the Brian Williams thing, there's no way that you can misremember. And by the way, what the hell does conflate mean? Have you ever used that in a sentence before? Uh, I don't know what screwed up in my mind that caused me to conflate one aircraft with another. Conflating. He conflated an aircraft. <clears throat> that sounds a little too insegrious to me, I have to tell you right now. <sighs> God, I mean, this is just unbelievable. In fact, you'll hear some of his comments uh, coming up here on the Kimmer program. In fact, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll play one right now for you. This is uh, this is Brian Williams in a documentary he did where he was uh, talking about how he shot down some enemy fighters. Dawn patrol, don't you know? And headed for the enemy lines. 
when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, came five enemy planes, guns blazing. Pulled every flying trick I knew, but there were too many for me. First they shot off my tail, then they shot off one wing, then they shot off the other wing, and finally, the fuselage. Boy, how did you make it out of there, Brian? Flat on my back at 5,000 feet and without an aeroplane. Oh, no. I dropped like a stone. Well, I soon caught up with the wings of my plane. And thinking quickly, I grabbed hold of them and was soon flying like a bird. The blighters were so surprised to see me flying that they didn't watch where they were going and... Ah... Absolutely smashing. Yes. I think that was the. Uh, I think that's one who wore uh, who uh, won him the Distinguished Service Cross. I'm fairly sure. Brian Williams, right there. A true story of his uh, documentary on his uh, war heroness. Twelve uh, twelve ish. And now the hard, so it bounces exactly high up enough where you can dribble fast and stuff. Yeah, well, I have no idea what that means. The Kimmer now and news, All right. weather Thank and traffic you. on your ride home hey. on News Radio 1067. Here we go. Here we go. Stand by. This is Donald Trump. Hey, Donald. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> is brought to you by my run for the presidency. Oh, I'm right. serious this time. <laughs> and if you believe that, you'll believe that Brent, the truck driver, just won on America's Got Talent. <laughs> now, here's your temporary host, the Kimmer. It's going to be huge. It's great. Everybody says so. I'm the best golfer in America. Everybody knows it. I got the survey right here. <laughs> I won the club championship seven times in the back tees. Everybody knows it. Uh, Donald, can we see the scorecard? Well, my friends have it. I don't have it right here. Uh, <laughs> what a I can't believe he's hornswoggled the Fox News people to have him on the air every few days on the phone talking about the issues. He doesn't talk about the issues. He says, ah, that President Obama, he's wrong. I'm right. Everybody knows it. Hey, thanks for that commentary, Donald. Real great analysis there, pal. The country's going to hell. I can change it. I'm the best. I know it. Completely oh unbiased. <laughs> anyway, here's uh, Paul Simon. It was on this day in 1972. Paul Simon released his first solo single after the breakup with Art Garfunkel. His first solo single was this song, Mother and Child Reunion. It became a top five hit, released on this day in 1972. All right, look out. Let's get back to the phones. I have 1220 News Radio 1067. By the way, Hangman tells me we've had a bunch of people calling to remind the camera that when I was talking about uh, Brian Williams being a chicken hawk, where these guys who, you know, pretend they, they stand outside an Army Navy store and say, Yeah, I could have done all that. I could get that gear. I could be a military man. Yeah, I could have been a Navy SEAL. Like Tiger Woods. Oh, I always wanted to be a Navy SEAL. Oh, yeah, who stopped you? I mean, screw you, you freaking little punk. Gotta hate this. You know, I, sorry, I'm getting t- I'll stop. I'll stop very quickly. But there's, there are very few things that really, really tick off uh, a, a person who's been there. And that is these phonies uh, who pretend that they're living off the glory of some uh, somebody else's combat experience because it makes them feel better. So they believe their own lie because they feel better. Well, if you wanted to feel better, then go do something. Nobody stopped you from joining the Marines, Brian. Who stopped you from joining the Marines? Oh, God, and, and by, by chicken hawk is the boy love man love thing they call an old guy going after young you know perverts can you, you screw you perverts that's just being a pervert you know chicken hawk is a military thing anyway all right oh wait a minute I got John in the swimsuit wait there's a newsbreaker line let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line first good afternoon 
Well, good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Tom Brokaw calling. I know it's a very serious, somber time, yes, but you know, yes. I just have to say I was really blown away by your Donald Trump voice. I could close my eyes and hear it. It's going to I mean, be it was huge. Up, right up there with a Brian Williams impersonation earlier this morning. I mean, you know, you don't come across talent like that every day. I so I just wanted him. to say that. And now, yes, sir. Here's what's happening. All right, sir. I'm absolutely appalled. I'm unbelievably livid. <laughs> and my colleague, Brian Williams, yes. of Nightline News. At Nightline News, we have a bad line, I think. Of some Nightline point. News. Nightline News. Right. My colleague, Brian Williams, yeah. actually told the same lie over and over again for 12 years. 12 years, yeah. He actually said, I love you, Cameron, I'll never leave. Oh, wait a minute. That was your final wife that told that <laughs> same lie for 12 years. <laughs> I'm sorry. That wasn't Brian Williams. Be my baby. Hey, where's my house? <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to give your final wife credit, though, Cameron. Really? I, I do, sure. When I. she told you you were one in a million, you later found out that was absolutely <laughs> no, that, the truth. I mean, that's a complete misrepresentation. <laughs> and that was a slow week, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. Oh, no, 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 Brian Williams. Yes, you know, sir. I think they should can his butt, but I'm yeah. glad that yeah. I'm not doing the NBC Nightly News this evening. Really? Why? What do you mean? Well, today is the birthday of my least favorite golfer. <laughs> I never, I refuse to ever say his name. I'm just not going to do it. The Spanish so golfer who won the Masters a couple of times here? Okay, or? I'll try. Yeah, you know who it is. Go ahead. Jose Maria Wobble. Jose Maria Wobble. Ola Fobble. Yeah, he won the Masters twice. Twice uh, Masters. Yeah. I think the late Charlie Sifford watched it on TV because his invitation never arrived, even though he qualified three different times. I mean, they screwed him long before James Spader, Augusta National, had a blacklist of their own. No. <laughs> I said they had a blacklist. Blacklist, I say, son. Dateline City Hall. Dateline City Hall. City Hall. City Hall. Sorry. Mayor Kasim Reed has fired yet another city official. A big scandal, Kim. I didn't hear what happened. The mayor found out the city official had a profile on Christian Mingle. <laughs> if it had been a Muslim Mingle or Islamic fascist Mingle or ISIS Mingle, it would have been okay. But this was on Christian no, Mingle. No, we I can't mean, have Christian uh, Grounds for immediate termination. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if it had been a girly man Mingle, he would have gotten a promotion, I guess, you know. As long as he didn't write a book about it or anything. Yeah, don't you know? tell anybody. <laughs> Let me get off my soapbox. <laughs> All right, sir. We like you. One more thing. What a shocker yes. to learn that these sports illustrated Uber models have no appeal to the Kimmer. <laughs> I mean, it has been years since Estelle Getty made the cover. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they made Betty White the centerfold, Kimmer might renew his subscription. But, you know, yeah, Kimmer has no interest in the sports illustrated supermodels. No, yeah, right. Yeah. And, Kim, and Pete Davis is really sick. <laughs> <laughs> Checks in the mail, right? And he... <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you yeah. so much, Tom. <laughs> I appreciate it. Tom Brokaw. See you tonight. I love it. Yes, it's true. 12-24. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. How's it going? 844-404-1067. We'll talk more about the Brian Williams thing. And again, I'm you know, I'm not going to be... Be doing it all day long, but it's just—it's just another—it's another spike. It's another you know dirty nail stuck into the the psyche of combat veterans. It's just you know it's just typical, and it's just it's just really really aggravating. And if you think you can that he actually misremembered this conflagration business, a conflating or whatever for twelve years. 
please. You're killing me. Here's uh, Justin on News Radio 1067 with the camera. Justin, thanks for holding, man. How's it going? How you doing today? I got two comments. Okay, one about the magazine. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's wrong because what will you do if a a kid sees something like that on on a a newsstand and the mom finds out about it? I think think they shouldn't uh, display that in front of a kid. You know, I, I have to say, I don't think they do. I don't. I can't prove this, but I believe a few years ago there were so many complaints that they have to put it either behind the counter or in a in a brown wrapper or something, and you have to ask for it. I believe that may not. If anybody sees it, if you're at a grocery store and you see it in the rack, I'd love to hear it. But uh, uh, take a picture and send it to me. But man, if you, I mean, <laughs> I can't believe they would publicly display it. But but the picture itself, I mean, it makes me feel like you know, like I'm a censor or something. But that's just dirty. I mean, it's just it it shows right down to her higgling hangla. I mean, this just that's creepy, isn't it? And my other comment is uh, about the Bill Cosby thing. I don't know what's going on. Uh, you heard anything? Not lately. Uh, last I heard, he's still being accused and hasn't admitted anything and has not been charged with anything. But there are about uh, 30 well, women now have come forward saying he raped him or drugged him or tried to. He's crazy. Yeah. I know, Justin. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, I, I think I think Bill Cosby's crazy. I, I think if you're a serial rapist, and I believe Bill Cosby is a serial drugging rapist. Which is, by the way, the worst kind. You know, if you're a celebrity and you and you seduce a girl, you know, some groupie, and you know, shame on her, you know, and shame on you. But everybody should know what's going on. But if you drug a girl to take advantage of her, that that's as low as it gets. That's the worst kind of rapist there is. And by the way, if you heard about the tramp who uh, who had sex with Edelman for the Patriots and then put the picture of selfie with him passed out on on social media. Well, now she's banned in the bars in Boston. Coming up, 1227 on News Radio 1067. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. My George, this is Mr. Magoo. (laughs) And this portion of The Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Brian Williams. He's been caught in another big lie. Yeah, Brian's claiming Pete Davis is really sick. (laughs) I have to laugh, my boy. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Corey Wells sings with Three Dog Night, and he is 73 years old today. Mercy. That's all right. Wasn't this Chicago? Uh, Three Dog Night uh, changed his name to Chicago, and then they changed their name to uh, CCR. So that it's the same group. When they add trombones, they call themselves Chicago. When they take away the, all the horns and add some extra saxes, they call themselves uh, CCR or Three Dog Night. It's really a lot of people don't know that. Uh, let's see a couple of things. Yeah, and, and, and this is what even, <laughs> this makes it even worse as far as I'm concerned, and more offensive for Brian Williams's lie about being under enemy fire in the war. Uh, in 1973, on this day, 1973, services were held at Arlington National Cemetery. I'm sorry, National Cemetery for U.S. Army Colonel William B. Nold, the last official American combat casualty before the Vietnam ceasefire took effect in 1973. The last soldier killed in Vietnam. The last official combat casualty, Lieutenant Colonel William B. Nold. United States Army, 1973. And Brian Williams forgot that he wasn't actually under fire in combat in Iraq. Isn't that amazing? 
Also, a couple things. I got, I got phone calls, and uh, Hangman's filling in here today. Pete's still off today. He's uh, sick today. I mean, and uh, it's serious. He's been to the doctor and everything, so we're hoping he gets back tomorrow, but we shall see. Uh, a couple of other things. Have you seen the new TV show? That, and I'll get right to Brett's coming up in a second. Have you seen the new TV show, uh, Fresh Off the Boat? I watched a few minutes of it at the start. It might, it might be. It's a. It's very close to being really cool or really awkward. I don't know. Hangman, did you see? I'm it? agreeing with you. It's it's borderline it's awkward. Yeah. And I almost, I almost felt guilty for laughing at some of the jokes. Like maybe I was. Oh, it's real. But, you know, culturally, racially insensitive. I mean, but it's meant to be, which which is why it's going to be a hit. If you make fun of yourself. And you have fun making fun of your own people kind of deal, then you can get away with it. So I think it'll probably be a hit. And if you've been watching The Americans, do you watch that series? Holy moly. Yeah, I'm telling you, you it's one of the greatest TV series of all time. And, yeah. and the problem is you really should start at the beginning. You should Netflix it or whatever, or demand it or whatever. It's it's an amazing... The problem, you, you start rooting for the traitors. You, yeah. you root for the undercover, secret, uh, hidden, you know, come-to-life Russian spies. Yeah, I try out about the second season and no, my wife kept it up every... with it and she's like you got to go back and yeah, watch it. Yeah, it's an unbelievable series. You end up rooting for the for the Russian spies. I mean, it's oh man. Anyway, okay, 844-404-1067. It's Brett the truck driver. Brett, how's it going, buddy? Welcome aboard. <laughs> you truckers got a horn to camera. That's right, man. What's up? Hey, Cameron, you remember right after 9/11 that President Bush said that you know, the terrorists they don't have to be right, but want but we have to be right every single time. That's right. Now, I get sick and tired of all these little snotty-nosed kids that's in college. They're making fun of that little bomb yeah. camera thing yeah. they had on the bridge the other day. Yeah. There's nothing to be funny. You know, no no joking matter. I mean, what if it was real, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it would have shut down the city. Well, that's true. And, again, obviously, it was it was mishandled from the beginning. And what bothers me worse about that is that they did it Monday and shut down the interstate, and then they didn't take the cameras they had down in Hapeville and shut down Hapeville Tuesday. I mean, you, when they knew it, uh-oh, we screwed up. They should have gone to get all the cameras right that second. Anyway, uh, and by the way, speaking of putty tatter reactions to things, uh, isn't it a let, – let's compare, if you don't mind. We we'll have more news to break lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor, Doctor. and also a brand-new song, too. Uh, but isn't it interesting to compare the reactions of leaders, heads of state, to what happens when terrorist activity happens to a member of your community? President Putty Tat went to the podium when he was on Martha's Vineyard, went to the podium to announce that they had chopped off the head of an American. Seven minutes later, he was playing golf. Seven minutes later, he left the podium. Seven minutes later, he was teeing off on the golf course because he was still on vacation. Jordan's king, Abdullah, was sitting in the White House when the information came in about this pilot being burned alive. The Jordanian president went home and executed immediately two of the terrorists he had in his cells. Bang, boom, hang them. No fooling around. And then he said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your family. I'm going to burn down your houses. I mean, these people are threatening to do it, and they mean it. And they're bombing the living bejesus out of ISIS every time they can find them as of yesterday. And Puttitat made a big comment about how sad it was, and then he went to the golf course. And, in fact, he had a prayer breakfast this morning. Puttitat had a prayer breakfast this morning, and he still will not use the words, Extremist Muslims, extremist Islam. We see ISIS, a brutal, vicious death cult that, in the name of religion... Uh, hold on out, We're going to play this again. Did you hear how he described ISIS? We see ISIS, a brutal, vicious death cult that... Death cult. 
in the name of religion, carries out unspeakable acts of barbarism, terrorizing religious minorities. And then he went on to say, lest we get on our high horse and think this is unique to some other place, remember that during the Crusades and the Inquisition, people committed terrible deeds in the name of Christ. Wait a minute. So he's saying, hey, before you start blaming Muslims, let's remember we, we Christians did the same damn thing. Are you serious? What do you mean we pale face? Yeah, exactly. It's what he said. He said, lest we get on our high horse and think this is unique to some of the... Remember that during the Crusades and the Inquisition, people committed terrible deeds in the name of Christ. And then he said, in our home country, slavery and Jim Crow all too often was justified in the name of Christ. So here he's comparing ISIS to uh, racists in the South in America, or anywhere in America, and to, I mean, I can't even believe that he thinks it's the same thing as what happened uh, 2,000 years ago, 1,500 years ago, in the Crusades. My God, that was, you know, that kind of stuff ended. The only religion that didn't end is Muslims. The only religion where the Crusade attitude of murdering everybody you don't like, the only place that's still alive, is Islam. And Putitat's now comparing ISIS to America saying, hey, let's not get on our... He actually said the words, lest we get on our high horse. So before you start criticizing those Muslims, you guys, let's remember we're no better, really. We're pretty much the same thing. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I just... It, it's unbelievable. I can't... I, 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 can't I, I, I can't get my head around this. I really can't. I mean, say the freaking words, man. All right. <clears throat> Anyway, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Okay, it's only the camera. Death cult. He calls him a death cult. My God. All right, uh, and the, sniper, the sniper trial begins today with the jury selection. The trial part won't get on underway probably till next week. And we'll talk more about that as well. And by the way, of course, the Navy SEAL, they're wondering whether the American Sniper movie and uh, all the talk and things about the, the Navy SEAL publicly talking about killing Osama bin Laden and so forth, whether that will affect the uh, outcome of the trial for the Navy SEAL. And I want to talk about that and also remind you of uh, what it takes to be a Navy SEAL, some things you may not remember. First of all, it's, it's my man, it's Trayvon. It's my man, uh, News Radio 106.7. Hey, Carl, what's happening? Oh, no, much, Mr. Kimmel. How you doing? Today, I'm bro? great, my friend. I'm glad to have you aboard. What do you think? Hey, man, listen here. I'm going to keep this quick, but I just want to tell you, man, yeah. you got me fired up, bro. Look, hey, when are the American people don't stop going along just to get along. You understand what I'm That's saying? That's right. Take a stand. Do something, right? And, you know, look, I'm a black man. You white. You know, we all, we got to come together, okay? I don't care what nobody say. This man in the White House, he a Muslim. He don't care about you. He don't care about your family. He don't care about my family. He's a great divider instead of the great uniter, and I'm tired of it, bro. I don't know what we got to do. But this man has got to go. Well, okay? thank goodness there's a time limit. Whether he likes it or not, he's going to be out. Trayvon, I'm well, so but, glad you called, man. I appreciate it. You we, know what? Yeah. You know what? You know what, though? Yeah. I'm afraid, Mr. Kimmel, yeah. when his time come up because of his uh, his arrogance and everything that he got, yeah. bro, I'm afraid he's going to invoke executive privilege and he's going to say, guess what, folks? I'm serving a third term. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Don't let him. And then what? <laughs> yeah, then what? Then we're all screwed. Then what? <laughs> but, I mean, I'm serious, Mr. Kim. I'm yeah. for real. I'm, I know we call and cut up and all that kind of yeah. stuff, bro. This is serious this, business. This has got to stop, and I wish people would stop calling it what this is, okay? This is a holy war, okay? 
It's a holy war. Yeah. Trayvon, I'm glad you called, man. Supper Friday at 1243. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Right, look out, look out. News Radio 1067. Here we go. Hey, this is Dennis Miller, and this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by Brian Williams. Oh, Brian Williams. This morning, this guy's eating more crow than Lance Armstrong, and I don't even know what that means, Chachi. And now here's your host, he was the Kimmer. caught in a lie, you see, One, so two, he... three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. He, he was caught, you see. Ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock, we're going to rock. Around. Telling an untruth, and when you do that, they say it's, you know, it's a... Twelve forty-nine. Look out! There's a group, one of the groups that started it all. Bill Haley and the Comets. Rock around the clock. Yes, this was the theme for Happy Days and also the movie American Graffiti, which I've just added to John Boy's must-watch list. John Boy has never yeah. seen the movie American Graffiti. <laughs> the list is ever. I can't. I mean, you really, you'll like. It'll give you an, an idea of what it was like in this country in the fifties and early sixties. I mean, it really, it's a funny, good, goofy movie, wholesome type, fun movie. But you really will get an idea of what it must have been like back in the day. It's really cool. All right. Anyway, Bill Haley and his comments arrived in London on this day in nineteen fifty-seven and got mobbed by fans. When the chimes ring anyway, five, six and rock and roll began in the late, mid, late and 50s. All right, also on this day in history, in 1922, the first edition of Reader's Digest was published. And in 1994, Byron Della Beckwith, the white separatist, was convicted in Jackson, Mississippi of murdering civil rights leader Medgar Evers back in 1963. 31 years later, they convicted him and sentenced him to life in prison. Beckwith died in 2001 at the age of 80. Oh, look out. It's only me, 1250. Hangman filling in for Pete today. Pete's off. Pete's uh, sick. He's not off on vacation. He's, he's sick. But well, we shall endeavor. Oh, by the way, I mentioned the Sports Illustrated. And I got a newsbag line coming up. I mentioned the Sports Illustrated cover shot. I, I'm offended. I mean, I think it's dirty. I, I just think it's too much. But I, I, you know, to prove that I'm, I'm not trying to pretend that I'm a prude of some kind. Are you looking to, on the Fox News girls? Uh, they have this, you know, four against five against one or four against one, and all these, you know, the girl Andrea from Fox News with black hair and the, I, I, I love her. I mean, she is turning me on. So she is showing cleavage today on network television. I can't take my eye. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So I'm not trying to pretend that I don't look at pretty girls. Okay, but that's uh, Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit issue shot cover story shot is just uh, wrong. And you've got the restraining orders. To I do. <laughs> I am not gay. Thank you. 1251. It's the Newsbreak Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsbreak Line here. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Cameron. <laughs> I just want to say to those tyrants in North Korea, this is John Kerry. Yes, sir. And you can bring it here. Well, no, that's not the slogan. You can sorry. bring it to me. <laughs> no, not to you, sir. Bring it now. No, not with you or for you. Or oh, okay. <laughs> close, though. One of those, isn't it? It's like that. Very much like that. Yeah. <laughs> bring it. I guess you've seen the latest talk from Kim Jong-un or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> yeah, the new talk now, yeah. He called the White House a gangster-like mud-slinging cesspool. Oh, my. you got to give Kim Jong credit. At least he's got Obama pegged. <laughs> <laughs> you know? His eyesight's pretty good. <laughs> right. Your eyesight is perfect. He's... We're just glad he didn't say mud-slinging bathhouse. That would have been really too close to home there. <laughs> North Korea threatened U.S. annihilation, another cyber war. If you can believe this, uh, they've even threatened to sabotage the Kimmer show. No, that's going too far. (laughs) Yeah. Cumulus. No, thanks. We got that part covered over here. (laughs) 
See, management beat them too. Management got sabotaging the Kim Shaw and the more cowbells. Cowbells. As someone who served bravely in Vietnam for two weeks, <laughs> hiding in the bottom of the swift boat while my crewmates did all the real fighting, pretending to get wounded. I, John Kerry, am appalled yes, sir, at Paul. Brian Williams lying about being under assault in Iraq and that helicopter. Yeah. He lied for 12 years. I mean, Whoa. what's the man going to do next? Stub his toe and then try to get a purple heart or something? <laughs> you mean like you did? or What's he going to do, throw his medal over a fence or something? <laughs> well, yeah, you threw somebody else's medal. Brian going to make up some lies about brave American soldiers and testify to Congress and compare him to God-blessed Genghis Khan <laughs> like and not you... even pronounce Genghis Khan's <laughs> name right well, Yeah, it's like, like how you did when you lied before Congress that time. Yeah, I remember oh, those. wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that was you, sir, who was lying all the time. There. Did I ever tell you about the time? I bravely knocked a Viet Cong aggressor unconscious. No, I didn't hear that. I accidentally hit him with my movie camera, and Jane Fonda <laughs> tended to do his wounds while I called for help. So. I believe that, sir. <laughs> You've read my military record, Yes, boy. I have. You thought Bush thought that no child should be left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so I much. I know what that means. Well, I don't either. My predecessor, yes, sir. Uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, right on, right on. Yes, uh, she's come out strongly in favor of vaccinations. Yeah, well, strongly. Which is understandable since Hillary wants her and Bill to remain the number one cause of death in America. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying all these <laughs> Me too. I like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Keep spewing, sir. We were very impressed. <laughs> You know, when the Sports Illustrated swimsuit arrives at the Clinton yeah. household, yes, Kimmer, yeah. who do you think enjoys it more, Bill or Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are talking about a woman who drove all the way to North Georgia thinking Carpets of Dalton was a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, can I say one more thing? <laughs> sure, why not? I don't know what any of this means. He's okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're clearing that up. I'll go yeah, ahead and take the hit here. Have yeah. mind. <laughs> Thank you, Secretary. She's a murderer and she likes girls, but other than that, she's all right. You know? I just don't understand other than that. It's like, <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Secretary. <laughs> Look out, 12.55. And it's only the Kimmer, News Radio 106.7. Hangman filling in for Pete. Pete's sick again. Facebook update. Facebook update. Got a question from Tiffany wanting to know if you have seen the new show on True TV, How to Be a Grown-Up. No, I've, I've heard of it, but I don't, I don't watch she those She says realities. this is, is it... definitely one that was up your alley, and she can't wait to hear your reporting on in it. In what way, I wonder? It's one of the girly, one of those girly um, reality-type shows. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, well, thank you, Tiffany. Thanks for the update. I'll uh, Maybe I'll check it out. All right, 1255 on News Radio 106.7. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Have you heard about the train wreck, the latest on the train wreck that happened outside of New York City? And the woman got stuck between the crossing gates and got out of her car, got back in and got killed along with uh, five other people. And here's what a witness said. He saw the whole thing. She looked a little confused, gets back in the car, and pulls forward and she was probably 15 feet from the tracks at i mean the front of the car was right at the track line but when she pulled forward she pulled right in front of the train don't know why i don't know why she didn't just leave walk away i don't understand i i it has to be and i don't mean to be insensitive about this but honestly if you get hit by a train you're either drunk or extremely reckless 
or stupid, just unthinking. Uh, you know, and, unless the train crossing is unmarked and, it, and it's, you know, 10 feet from a corner. So you can't see or hear a train coming at you from 10 feet. You know, that's one thing. But there's no excuse for any of this. And she killed five other people. She's a mass murderer. Not only did she kill herself like an idiot, mother of three, by the way, but she killed five people beside herself for no reason. No reason. 1257. It's all only the Kimmer. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer was married by a judge. Uh, well. He should have asked for a jury. The Kimmer <laughs> Show on News Radio 1067. This is almost barbershop more than country. But this is the Gatlin Brothers. The Gatlin Brothers are launching their 60th anniversary tour in Harrington, Delaware tomorrow. 60 years. That can't be right. How could the Gatlin Brothers be 60 years old? Larry Gatlin? Well, he's got to be, what, 80? That can't be right. Wait, let me, let me uh, keep it. Larry Gatlin says it's not a farewell tour, but it's after they're done, they're going to slow down. Uh, it's not that they can't draw a crowd anymore that but, or that they're out of money. He says they want to spend more time with their families. It's the Gatlin Brothers 60th anniversary collection album coming out. But where do they get 60 years anniversary? Larry's 66. So he started singing when he was six? The Gatlin Brothers formed when he was six? Anyway, I mean, I don't care. I'm just saying I don't get it. I, I don't. Uh, something happened that I didn't get. Uh, a couple of quick birthdays and other stuff of note here. You remember the actress Barbara Hershey, uh, the dark-haired uh, sort of a mink? Barbara Hershey. Uh, she played in um, uh, the uh, Robert Redford uh, baseball movie, The Natural. She was the killer in The Natural. Uh, Barbara, among other things, Barbara Hershey, 67 today. Charlotte Rampling, who was the uh, dirty... Uh, screw the lawyer chick in uh, The Verdict with Paul Newman. Charlotte Rampling is 69. And actor, director, comedian Christopher Guest is 67 today. Just there. All right. 844-404-1067. Just what I found on the Gatlin Brothers. They yeah. didn't officially form until 1979. Uh, well, I, I don't know what 60 anniversary means. I, I don't yeah, know I don't what it means. Either. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not being critical. I'm not saying they're lying. I'm just saying <laughs> I don't get 60 years. But they're not that old. So anyway, I'm, I'm not making a thing. I'm just making a thing. <laughs> Well, you know, stuff catches my eye, and I think I only just have to point it out. I mean, that's what, that's what they do. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Hold on, David. Uh, we're talking about, among other things, a putty tat and how he still can't say Islamic extremists or Islam terrorists or Muslim terrorists. He calls, uh, he calls ISIS. Oh, by the way, I just watched in the latest news come over. Jordan is now uh, uh, vowing earth-shaking retaliation. And Jordan uh, airplane, the country of Jordan airstrikes right now are blowing the living crap out of every place they think ISIS might be. They are retaliating. They are killing people. They are going after people. And Putitat spent uh, his time at the podium talking about an American getting his head chopped off by ISIS. And seven minutes later was teeing off on the first tee. What a difference. Jordan's doing something about it. Anyway, I'm, I'm so tired of cowards and idiots who don't. I mean, they're just... I'll play that soundbite again. I'll put it out here for you, too. And also, I'll play some more uh, comments uh, and soundbites concerning uh, uh, Josh Ernest from the White, the White House press secretary, who also is dancing on the head of a pin. I mean, he just it's unbelievable. Uh, let's get to the phones. David on News Radio 1067. Hey, David, thanks for holding, man. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Good to have you back in Atlanta, Kimmer. Thank you, sir. Good to be here. 
Um, to tell you how long ago that uh, we've listened to you, I've got one of your stain T-shirts. Oh, <laughs> the stain, the stain. <laughs> I, one of my black guy callers called me a stain on Atlanta, and it stuck. <laughs> but anyway, I want to tell you about my colonoscopy I had. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that, David. Uh, yeah. Don't now, tell us I'm, everything. I'm, uh... I'm going I'm gonna cut it short a little bit, but uh, <laughs> went in there and they said, "Let's do your health and general health, and then uh, are you allergic to anything?" Yeah. Went through all that, yeah. and then all of a sudden she says, "Now for your dental health." I said, <clears throat> "Excuse me, are y'all gonna use the direct route or the scenic route?" <laughs> dental health. Dental health. <laughs> she the dies laughing, route? comes back in with somebody, and she says, "And now for your dental health." I said, <clears throat> "Is this where you supposed to answer? Uh, are you going to use the direct or the scenic route?" <laughs> they put me under, and I'm laying there sideways, of course. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you look up, and there's this big screen TV. And I look, and it looks like somebody going down my throat. And I said, "By God, they did take the scenic route." <laughs> <laughs> David, what? thanks for that story. Uh, it's just about all we need to hear about it. Appreciate it. One oh eight. Mercy. Well, he, you know, the fact of the matter is, every man should get a colonoscopy after the age of about forty or fifty or whatever. You have to do it every five or six or seven years. They say ten years, but you know, I mean, believe me, it'll save your life. You say the Gatlin brothers are on their 70th? 60th, I think. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Tat went to a prayer breakfast this morning, and this is what he said about the uh, Islamic extremists. We see ISIL, a brutal, vicious death cult that, death cult. in the name of religion, carries out unspeakable acts of barbarism, terrorizing religious minorities. Death cult. Death cult. And then he says, quote, Lest we get on our high horse and think this is unique to some other place, remember that during the Crusades and the Inquisition, people committed terrible deeds in the name of Christ. Yeah, so we're just like ISIS. You know, they do things in the name of their God. We do things in the name of our God. You know, same, same. You know, six of one, half a dozen, you know, same, same. Hey, thanks, putty tat. Freaking idiot. I mean, what the hell? What is the matter with him? I <laughs> I can't believe it. And then, and then Josh Ernest, listen to this. Jo- listen to this. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you'll listen, damn it, or I'm coming over there. No, no. Uh, during one of the press conference things, uh, this is unbelievable. The, uh, Josh Ernest uh, was talking about uh, support for Jordan, which we're not doing scrap for, by the way. And uh, he and John McCain had a slight difference of opinion. The air campaign that's being waged over the skies of Syria remains uh, incredibly, uh, and in some cases even devastatingly effective. Let there be no doubt. We still do not have a viable strategy to count to counter ISIL, and if you're not winning in war, you are losing. <laughs> no kidding. Now li- listen carefully to this next soundbite after the question, and see whether the press secretary Josh Ernest actually answered what was asked. When you said I don't have a reaction to it, I mean, how could the president yesterday say, you know, we're here, we support Jordan, they're a key member of the coalition. Mm-hmm. They make this decision overnight, and you can't say whether or not you support the executions. And it is certainly possible for us to continue to support and stand with the people of Jordan at this very. <laughs> it is possible for us to stand with the people of Jordan. That wasn't the question. The question is, uh, do you think it was a great idea to execute those two terrorist hostages who were there when Jordan when they killed the pilot? And he just will not answer the question. Very difficult time. Uh, you know, clearly their their nation, in the same way that we all are, is shocked we are. and appalled uh, at this terrible act of violence that was captured on video by ISIL uh, and released to the world. And the United States stands with our friends in Jordan as they confront uh, this uh, this awful barbaric act. 
but as it relates to decisions that are carried out by the Jordanian justice system, uh, I'd refer you to them. I just, I, I, I don't have the, the working knowledge of the Jordanian justice system to render an opinion on this. Oh, th- that's not the issue. He was asked whether the president has any comment about them executing two of the terrorists they had been holding uh, in retaliation for burning alive their pilot from Jordan. And he never answered that. He said, well, we, we stand by the uh, Jordan people and uh, we understand their plight. <laughs> and what's your comment about it? Oh, my God. I mean, it just it never ends. It just never ends. All right. Uh, uh, 112. I, hold, I got uh, Jim coming. Hold on, Jim. Let's do a little traffic thing here, shall we? A little Haviland Express lube. It's not because you're white, it's because you suck. <laughs> I know exactly what a park feels like. Yes, Holy it's... <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic on your ride home. Yeah, that's what I was saying. News Radio 1067. Look out, look out. Friends, this is Bobby Jones <laughs> from Bobby. the Great Beyond. Yes, and this portion of our show is brought to you by minority golf legend Charlie Sifford. Yes, One of my biggest regrets was that Charlie's invitation to the Masters got lost in the mail. Man. Three different times, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Damn post office. And now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. So much. Charlie Gifford was the black man who broke the barrier and really didn't get much out of it, but he's very well respected among the golfing community. More so than... And there were somebody, Lee Elder and Jim Dant. I mean, there were a bunch of, of, of black golfers who played in the 50s and 60s and 70s. But Charlie Sifford led the way. He just passed away at the age of 92. This is Aretha. And the man who wrote this song for her, Chain of Fools, has passed away. Don Covey died a few days ago. His daughter says he spent decades fighting the effects of a stroke he had back in the 90s. He was 78 years old. Don Covey also wrote Pony Time for Chubby Checker. Uh, He had a couple of his own R&B hits. And uh, a song the Rolling Stones later covered called In and with Mercy, or I guess Mercy, Mercy, the Stones did. And uh, another one of his songs, Seesaw, Aretha Franklin covered as well. But anyway, uh, Don Covey, who wrote these songs, died at the age of 78, about a week ago. 844-404-1067. Quick birthday, actress Laura Linney from Love Actually, The Truman Show, and uh, she's been in a bunch of things. Laura Linney is 51 today. And Jennifer Jason Lee, another well-known uh, former hottie. Jennifer Jason Lee is 53 days. And it's Bobby Brown's birthday. Bobby Brown is 46. And now they're deciding whether to pull the plug on his daughter. It's his birthday, so he wants to wait until after the weekend to make the decision. But it looks like they're going to have to pull the plug. The latest on that is the family is gathering to say their final goodbyes. Yes, I mean, it's, it's over. And there's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen. But it's his birthday, so it's going to be. And by the way, later on, remind me to tell you about what... Every father and mother with any money and a family should be doing right now uh, to prepare for this day while you still can. I mean, really. Uh, and I got uh, Jim coming. Hey, wait, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is uh, Dennis Schmiller calling. <laughs> hey, Dennis, how's it going, man? Well, I don't want to go off on a rant or anything, you know, but this Brian Williams cat, can you believe this yeah, guy? Yeah, I don't know. Kimmer, I haven't witnessed this many bad lies since I went 36 at Chastain Park there, people. <laughs> don't pick that up. It's not a divot, Twinkletoes. <laughs> not a turtle, either. <laughs> it ain't moving. Play <laughs> isn't the only thing backed up at Chastain Park, if you know what I'm trying to say here, Billy. <laughs> I bet right now Brian Williams is as nervous as a as a Herman Cain companion in church. I cleaned that one up there for you, Chachi. The woman's seen more motel rooms than a Gideon Bible book. Thank you. 
Herman Cain's niece seems more ceilings than Michelangelo, Momo. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what was I talking about there, Billy? I, I mean, Kimmer. Know. I mean, uh, it's a lot better reaction than I get from O'Reilly. Is that all, Miller? That's all I get from the guy. He doesn't react very well to you. <laughs> He's like Sean Bob or something. Man, I'm dying over here. A little help. Ryan Williams, this cat. I mean, yeah. I bet right now, Kimmer. Yeah. Brian Williams is sweating worse than a village person in the CDC waiting room. <laughs> Where do I get these, all these analogies? I don't know. I wish somebody would stop me. <laughs> so do I, sir. Shut the hell up. Thank you. Maybe we could put Brent the truck driver on and kill the show the rest of the way off there. Yeah. Brian Williams is shaking worse than Michael J. Fox in a belt exerciser there. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see where even Al-Qaeda is called the burning of the Jordanian pilot evil? Evil, they say. Al-Qaeda telling you you're going too far. Yeah. That's kind of like Kasim Reed telling you to lighten up on the Christians there, Chuck. <laughs> This is like Nancy Grace saying you should lay off the mashed potatoes for a while there. <laughs> Come again on the gravy? I mean, that's like <laughs> Kennesaw State President Dan Papp telling you to grow a pair there, <laughs> P-Wimp. I mean, Kimmer, uh, yes. this is like Cumulus Management saying you should stop ignoring the Kim Peterson show. <laughs> Hello. Like I'm saying that, is it? I'm kind of calling you evil. <laughs> Thank this you. is like Pete Davis saying to stop trying to turn a case of the sniffles into a two-week vacation there, <laughs> Twinkle Toes. <laughs> I'm out of analogy. I've got to go there. It's, already it's always a pleasure, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the penguin. I'm Batman. <laughs> Do what you will with me, penguin. Just leave poor Robin alone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the bathhouse. <laughs> Call for the president. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, sir. Good to be here. Billy. Show with you, Billy. <laughs> Brad, Billy, whatever. Ah, 123. By the way, Dennis Miller was perhaps the best of all of the Saturday Night Update hosts on the news on Saturday Night Live. I mean, I, probably without without question. I mean, he was as good as it gets on Saturday Night back in the day. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. All right, James Woods, the actor, handing me, just handed me this quote. If we ever capture the ISIS thug who burned a heroic pilot alive... Let's pray we don't pour a cup of water on his face. That would be cruel. <laughs> yeah, don't have a dog barking at him with a collar on or anything. That would be inhumane. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's get to Jim on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Jim. How's it going? Hey, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? Fine, man. Welcome aboard. Hey, who was the, who was the singing group that had been around for six decades? Uh, the Gatlin Brothers. <laughs> oh, they were formerly known as the Brian Williams Quartet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he did take credit for their formation. Hey, listen, I, I had to go to the dentist myself the other day, uh -huh. and I, I'm allergic to um, uh, Novocaine and to um, the gas, you know, the goofy yeah, gas thing. Yeah, yeah, So my, my dentist shelved around in the drawer, and he handed me a blue pill, and I said, what is that? And he said, it's a Viagra. He said, it's going to hurt like hell, and you're going to need something to hang on to. Ho, hey, ho, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I know, that's close. 
That's close. Very iffy. Very. It worked a little hard for that one there. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. No, no. That's all right. That's all all right. the way around 285. That's not to win. Not a problem. 844-404-1067. Brian Williams been lying for 12 years about coming under fire in a helicopter when he was over in Iraq. And he finally got caught. Although, you know, uh, sometimes we that doesn't we shouldn't be denigrating Brian Williams. There was a time when he was a, a, a very, very famous athlete. And, well, let me, he'll tell you about it on a documentary he did called I'm Brian Williams and I'm the Best. I was selling balloons with a traveling circus. Balloons! Balloons! <laughs> Brian Williams. that the star trapeze performer had quit. I immediately applied for the job. My only rival was a bloke named Nasty McNasty, and I challenged him to a contest of skill 500 feet above ground. I did a somersault, he did a somersault. I did a double somersault, he did a double somersault. I announced I would do five somersaults. He knew he couldn't do that, so he cut the trapeze rope partly through. Good heavens, 500 feet, what did you do? Thinking quickly, I blew up one of my balloons, and it cushioned my fall. It bounced me back up to the trapeze, where I tied the rope and finished my acting triumph. Wow. Commander, you're a real swinger. Cool. Yes. Another Brian Williams uh, heroic effort. I mean, who would have known? If he hadn't told us, who would have known? 844-404-1067, uh, 844-404-1067. Uh, we'll talk about the sniper trial. Oh, by the way, you know, uh, speaking of Navy SEALs, did you know that Navy SEALs during their training actually drown? One of the things they do for Navy SEAL in trainee, uh, training is they, t- they, they tie you up, they hog tie you, and throw you in the water. And then they don't pull you up until you stop breathing. And they pull you out and revive you, and they can tell by how long it took to revive you whether you actually did experience drowning so that you'll know what it's like when you're underwater and you know how far you can go and what happens at the last possible second. They actually drown Navy SEAL trainees and bring them back to life. Tiger Woods could do that. Now, yeah, yeah Tiger, oh, I could have been Navy SEAL, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the next time you start uh, willy-nilly throwing these comments around about soldiers and warriors and stuff... <laughs> You know, unless you've been, you know, anyway, uh, and Brian Williams, this just makes me so freaking mad. Twelve years he's been lying about it. He should resign in disgrace. 12, 127, News Radio 106.7. Man. You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 106.7. Hello, my name is <laughs> Charnack the Magnificent. <laughs> this portion of our show is yes, brought sir. to you by yes, sir, yes. Liar, Liar. Liar, Liar. <laughs> How would you introduce Brian Williams to Kasim Reed? <laughs> and now here's your host, one of my favorite actors, Charlton Heston. Well, you're so very, very close, sir. <laughs> Look out. Set me free. Your baby. 1.34. <laughs> yeah, dripping back into the past again. Vanilla Fudge is putting out a new studio album that looks back to the 1960s. It's called Spirit of 67. It will contain their versions of songs that came out that year, which is when Vanilla Fudge hit it big with You Keep Me Hanging On. They're going to redo Give Me Some Lovin' by the Spencer Davis Group, The Letter by the Box Tops, Wider Shade of Pale by Proco Harem, I'm a Believer by the Monkees, one of the original songs called Let's Pray for Peace, 
It comes out March 3rd. Anyway, this is Vanilla Fudge <laughs> updating their 60s sound. So it still kind of sounds kind of 60s to me. Yeah. <laughs> It'll bogart that thing. <laughs> Uh, 135 on <laughs> News Radio 1067. Uh, a couple of quick birthdays. Uh, actor David Chisholm from Black Box and One Life to Live is 45. Darren Chris from Glee, 28. And Jeremy Sumter from Friday Night Lights and Peter Pan is 26, if you know those guys. All right, 135 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Did you hear about the 911 call? Oh, my goodness. A young girl whose father had just been struck by a car, a hit-and-run driver. The driver took off. Her father was dying in the street when she called 911, and this is the reaction she got from the 911 operator. So two people were struck? Yeah, they both went. They just went. Okay, let's stop whining, okay? Let's stop whining. It's hard to understand you. He also asked if she could get somebody else to talk to him because she just couldn't understand her. She just kept whining too much. Her father's dying in the street. Well, he no longer is answering the phone at the 911 call center. I mean, that's what was this, Washington or New York? And they never, you know, at 5 in the morning, you're, I'm taking all these notes from the drippy lipper girls, and they don't, never say where something happened. They show you the video, but they never tell where it happened, so I don't know where it happened. But anyway, a 911 call was not exactly answered the way it should have been. Now, this Brian Williams business... Uh, well, let's just play a couple of the sound bites. Brian Williams uh, had been claiming for 12 years that he was aboard a helicopter that was hit and forced down by rocket-propelled grenade fire during the invasion of Iraq in 2003. He's been uh, talking about it for years and years and years. The story actually started with a terrible moment a dozen years back during the invasion of Iraq when the helicopter we were traveling in was forced down after being hit by an RPG. Our traveling NBC News team was rescued, surrounded, and kept alive by an armored mechanized platoon from the U.S. Army 3rd Infantry. Liar. His uh, helicopter was nowhere near the rocket fire. In fact, it was an hour or so behind and they landed because of a sandstorm. Tell me, uh, David Letterman show. This, I forgot it, and if I forgot it, I'm ashamed. Uh, something happened 10 years ago in Iraq. Tell people what that occurred. Uh, we were in uh, some helicopters. What we didn't know was we were north of the invasion. We were the northernmost Americans in Iraq. We were going to drop some bridge portions across the Euphrates so the 3rd Infantry could cross on them. Uh, two of our four helicopters were hit by ground fire, including the one I was in. No kidding. Uh, RPG and, and AK-47. What happens the minute everybody realizes you've been hit? Uh, we figure out how to land safely, and we did. Liar. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> Never happened. Now, I, okay, understand, I am not claiming to be a war hero. I'm not claiming to be a some super warrior. I'm not claiming to be uh, the expert on combat strategies and tactics in the military, okay? But I'll tell you what, there is no way in hell that you ever forget the first time you were in combat. I mean, it's, you know, forced down by enemy fire. How could you, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And this has been going on for 12 years. Finally, he was outed because one of the crew members on the Chinook that was hit uh, told somebody at the Stars and Stripes newspaper that uh, Brian Williams was nowhere near that aircraft that day. And then Brian, when he, when he got caught being a liar for 12 years, he said, oh, I don't know what screwed up in my mind that caused me to conflate one aircraft with another. 
It was a bungled attempt to thank soldiers who helped protect him in Iraq in 2003. I want to apologize. You want to apologize? Wait a minute. I want to apologize? Well, then apologize. You know, and don't say you want to apologize. Just be direct. You're a liar. You made it up. You, how could you possibly not remember? How could you think you were there and you weren't? I mean, if you, you must have told the story from the beginning to make up a lie, and you remembered the lie. Unbelievable. Uh, here's uh, Helen on News Radio 1067 with the camera. Hi, Helen. Thanks for holding. Welcome aboard. Well, thank you, Kimmer. You're very welcome. Yeah, the ones that really, really get out there, they never talk about it. Like my father, who would be 95 on Sunday. Uh, World War II hero. They saved our planet, Helen. They saved our planet. Never knew about it until after he died. And my brother, who's a Korean War vet during the Pueblo, told me that my father dismantled bombs in the dark without a suit. Also pulled a guy out of a burning truck. Liberated the, was at the liberation of a camp, too. Never said yeah. a word. Yeah. Except the real heroes are the ones that are buried over in Europe. That's we didn't true. even bring them back then. That's true. So you are so right. The people that talk about it, they never were there. Mm-hmm. It's too dark and too dark and... I think that's, that's just uh, it just make it just makes you know it's it's just wrong it's just so wrong and it you know it's not you know no, no one's going to you know ruin our lives because of his lies when he said but it's just it just you know it's it's just another typical kind of a slam against the military it, it it's another way to demean the actual truth of what happens when you're in combat uh, for those who weren't there and it's it's just it, it's it's uh, it just makes me so angry um that he's been getting away with it for 12 years. I think he should resign. I don't know how he can go on TV anymore, honestly. Ellen, what do well, you, are you, are, at, are, at least you, most people just don't even want to know, don't even want to hear. Right. That's what, it, your rage is so well-placed. Well. We need more of it. Well, thank you, Helen. I appreciate it. And, and a fight to your dad, too. One of the, the World War II generals, the greatest generation that saved our planet. They saved the world, literally saved the world. And, you know, there was, I, I don't mean to demean uh, PTSD or post-traumatic stress things, but, you know, I, I don't remember reading in history books a lot of World War II veterans who came back and started committing all kinds of crazy crimes because they were so screwed up from post-traumatic stress syndrome. I mean, that's a modern phenomenon. Um, I, I'm not demeaning it. I'm not saying it's not true. I mean, there are there are clear cases. Hell, the sniper trial, the Chris Kyle trial, is starting today in Texas with the guy, the ex marine who murdered Chris Kyle and his other buddy, a military buddy, and, and is uh, claiming insanity now. His lawyer's going to plead to temporary insanity because he was a nut job from post traumatic stress syndrome. Uh, you know, the, 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 the things are real. People die. You know, things are real. And this business with Brian Williams, again, it's not, it's not the end of the world. You know, it, he didn't attack me personally or anything else, but it's just so damn aggravating. And I'm telling you, you know, people who have been there are, are, are not going to forget this, are not going to forget this. And we shouldn't forget it. I mean, it's real. And, and I love these people who say, oh, yeah, I was, I was always wanting to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah, I was going to go into special forces, you know, but then uh, I met this girl, you know, or whatever. I mean, it's just, you know, what stopped you? Well, I wasn't drafted. There was no draft. Oh, well, there was a volunteer. You could have signed up. Jeez. Well, 142. Truth, justice, and the American way. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
This is your formerly alive <laughs> announcer, Don Pardo. Well and this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by <laughs> Manuel's Tavern, oh. the official fake flu treatment center for Pete Davis. <laughs> hey, Pete, it's your break. And now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. Yeah, I just came over our Facebook page. Apparently, Pete's in second place now for the annual three-day tournament at Manny's Tavern for a trivia night. Yeah, okay. I think it's over by tonight, though, so he may be back tomorrow. <laughs> Movie director Michael Mann is 72 today, and I think he used to direct a bunch of the uh, Miami Vice TV shows. And this is their theme by Jan Hammer, Miami Vice. Hey, Michael Mann's 72 today. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, yeah, holy crap at sports. Pete will be coming up uh, without Pete uh, about half an hour or so. This was the day Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman announced their separation in 2001 after 11 years of marriage. Nicole Kidman was the girl he was uh, cheating on with, cheating with on his other actress wife when he was in that movie about the uh, Europeans coming over for the land grab and uh, what the hell was some Irish, I can't remember the name of the thing. Uh, it, it was a famous movie, I can't remember the name of the thing. Anyway, it was, it was him, it was he and Nicole Kidman and they uh, fell in love on the set and so he dumped his other wife and married her. Eleven years later, he dumped her and went into that whole other thing there. Katie, what's her name? One point, she finally got out of that Scientology business He's too. Crazy. Oh man, He's a freak! All right, God, it's only me. One forty-nine on News Radio one hundred six seven. And now, where did this come from? Look at this. Have you seen this? Look at this thing over here. I don't know how to get. There's <laughs> something showed up on my. Right, I'll get it. All right, I got it. Okay, I did it. I did it. Woo! I clicked off a, a computer thing that was happening, and I hit the right button for once. <laughs> hey, look at me. Anyway, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, we'll have Newsmaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. If you haven't seen the pictures yet or uh, talked about the story, you know that after the uh, Patriots did their big parade and celebratory walk and ride through the town of Boston yesterday. Uh, the players, well, you may have seen some pictures of Gronkowski, Gronk, sucking down every booze bottle that they threw on the truck to him. And then it turns out, if you've looked at the Internet and done some uh, Googling, uh, Edelman, Julian Edelman, one of the heroes of the game, apparently picked up this tramp, and they were uh, hingada, hingada, the old mingada, mingada, and when he passed out, she took a selfie with her and uh, Julian Edelman, in the rack when he's passed out and then she said just blanked Edelman no lie and now she feels terrible and she's apologizing but the bars of Boston are getting together to say you're banned baby you're out hey and, and <laughs> her name is Sabrina uh, Sabrina Dudish and they're blacklisting her from bars in Boston because she's a skank and a tattletale and a whore far as I'm concerned. Well, I mean, call it name. I mean, it's just, she, you know, well, maybe she didn't get paid, but she got the glory out of it, which is the same thing. Selling your soul, selling your body for the glory of a selfie for God, with a football player. My God. Hey, the newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsmaker line there. Good afternoon. Hello. Who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, uh, well, have you heard the latest? No, no, sir. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know, because I listen to We Suck and Glitter since I'm dead right in their demographic over there. They, yes. 
<laughs> a lot of legislative news over there. They're just reporting the feet of Michelle Nunn this morning. They're really on top of things over there. Well, a federal judge has ordered that Alabama recognizes gay marriage. Gay I'm marriage. sure you saw that. And you know what that means, Mr. Heston. What does that mean, sir? Well, Alabama uncles can now marry their nephews with no repercussions. Because... <laughs> Like I've always said, yeah. what's good for the niece is good for the nephew. Yeah. Oh, something like this. Not good enough for her own family, not good enough for me. I don't know. There you go, boy. Thank God Thank for you. those crush-proof cigarettes. Uh, Daddy. <laughs> One day we're going to finish that, and then we'll, we'll be might. finished. We'll finish it once. Hey, did you see where Vince Dooley contacted Amazon demanding a refund? No, I didn't see that. All right, follow me on this one. Uh, all right, sir. Vince wants his money back for that Amazon Fire voice-activated TV. Oh, really? Well, it keeps changing channels because Barbara won't shut that hell up. <laughs> shut up, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> We've been across the whole interstate system to get to that one. <laughs> you see where Lance Armstrong hit two cars with his SUV and then left the scene of the accident? Yeah, left right there. A witness said Armstrong was driving like he was half nuts. <laughs> I thought he was. <laughs> Just Wait being, a minute. Being himself, I don't know. <laughs> Weasel that he is, Lance Armstrong got his girlfriend to fall on the sword yeah. and take blame for the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew what any of this meant. <laughs> Me too, sir. And now it's yes, time sir. for a oh, visitor uh, from the east, excellent. the amazing Charnak. Charnak. The, the answer to this question is home of the Whopper. Home of the Whopper. <laughs> What does it say on Brian Williams' mailbox? <laughs> <laughs> you see, he tells a lot of... tells a lot of whoppers, are A Dutch boy and Ellen DeGeneres. A Dutch boy and Ellen DeGeneres. No, we can't do that. How did that get in? <laughs> no, it's a, it was on, a leak in the wall of the water. And, <laughs> Something to do with paint. We can't paint do that. And the Dutch I mean, boy. You know, and we can't be pushing <laughs> products on the show for <laughs> the, the little Dutch boy and the <laughs> hole in the wall. I don't know. So, the answer to this question, you mentioned it earlier, yeah. is Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. <laughs> Describe John Boy getting kind of kinky. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Rough. <laughs> Invite over two of your sisters or something. Yeah. Oh my God! I hope, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, yes. not a moment too soon. Yes. The last envelope for this Thank afternoon. May your only son pop out of the cake at the Jeff Gordon retirement party. <laughs> <laughs> That's not icing. <laughs> wow. I think I will do the Dutch boy joke now. <laughs> I might even do Dick Clark or something. I don't know. Hey, Lois. <laughs> the answer is yes. the Claremont Lounge, Manuel's Tavern, Eddie's Attic, and the Pink Pony. Claremont Lounge, Eddie's Attic, Manuel's Tavern, and the Pink Pony. No, name four places that are really happy when Pete Davis gets sick. Wink, wink. <laughs> Sim. Sim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. What a Dutch boy. Dutch Ellen boy and Ellen have in common. No idea. <laughs> I can't even imagine the link. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? No, that couldn't be. Right it. on the tip of my fingers. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Great. Figure it out, I guess. Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
look out. <laughs> Mercy! Oh, yeah, yeah. Look out, it's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. A couple of goofy things going on in the world today. There's a chairman of the local House Public Safety Homeland Committee in Georgia who's trying to regulate Uber. There's a House bill that would restrict... Uh, that would require, rather, criminal background checks for Uber drivers. Uh, he wants to put Uber on a level playing field with actual taxi and limousine services that would ensure the drivers are not criminals, and if you get in a wreck, you'd be insured. Well, that makes sense. But let me, let me ask you this. Why hasn't the taxi industry adopted the same thing that Uber does? I was talking to a guy the other day. He said he needed a ride, so he pulled out his phone. There, he has an app on the phone for Uber, and if you want to ride, you click the app. It shows you who's near. They locate your stuff. You're already paid by your credit cards already in the system. You don't have to have any cash on you. You, can just, you, hit a, you click a thing, and a guy shows up at your door. It's um, why don't taxi companies do that? I mean, you know, I, I say get with a t- get with a program. Why do you even need dispatchers? For that matter, if everything's done automatic, I mean, by by just iPhones. I mean, why hasn't the taxi industry and the limousine industry upgraded and updated technologically their own service so that Uber doesn't start kicking their butt? Anyway, oh, we we well maybe we'll talk about that. Excellent. We have an Uber driver in the house, as it turns out. One fifty-seven. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio one zero six seven. You are listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio one zero six seven. One day, we'll all look back on The Kimmer Show, laugh nervously, and change the subject. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. Not a very happy time these days at the Bobby Brown residence. Bobby Brown's birthday today, he's 46. And because it's his birthday, they're going to wait till after the weekend to make the final decision on whether to pull the plug on Bobby Christina, his daughter with Whitney Houston. Uh, the story got uglier and uglier as it turns out that the guy she was used to be dating was, I guess, her adopted brother, and uh, they were in love, and then he was still a drug dealer, and then she had a, she wasn't really married to the guy. Now they don't know who gets the permission to pull the plug because they have to prove she was married and a husband. All... Listen, let me uh, let me tell you something real quick. Well, and I don't mean to uh, – well, I'll make it about me because this is what I did. I um, Years ago, and I'm updating right now, years ago had a, about three sheets of paper that I addressed as my toes-up list. Tangle uniform, toes up. When you're dead, your toes are up. They call it the toes, uh, tangle uniform, toes up. When you're dead. And this is my uh, Kimmer toes up list for my daughters. On this list, I, the first thing I have is my uh, social security number, my driver's license number, my address, uh, who's got my money in my bank account, and who is my lawyer. And those, when I die, the girls can look at that, li- that form right there and know who to call. They'll make two calls immediately and then everything will be taken care of and they'll and they'll start the ball rolling. I also noted on on the, it's like a four-page document, everything I own, my guns, my car, my motorcycles, uh where it is. I wrote down where I'm keeping my files, where my tax files are, my tax returns, uh where my uh medical records are, where the, where my uh, uh power of attorney is, where my uh, uh living will is and uh, where my bills are and the accordion fo- uh, folders of all every year of my bills. I've based, All my stuff is listed on, on three or four sheets of paper, including what I own, where it is, and who to call when I die. And when I die, they make a couple of phone calls, and they have a list of all the stuff and where it is and what's going on, and it's just it makes it so much easier. My God, now they've got this whole thing with, a, with Bobby Christina. Someone's going to have to make a decision, and now they may have to go to court to find out who can make it. 
I mean, don't make it an issue. Write it down. And this also stops families from fighting over stuff. You know, I have two daughters, and it's going to be, I will go by age. Jennifer gets first pick of what she wants. Sarah gets second pick. They can work it out any way they want, but put it down so they can say, hey, who wants my leather jackets? You know, I mean, whatever. Just write it down and talk about it before it happens. Every man of a head of a household today should start doing that and hand it to your wife and your doctor and your lawyer or who, and your kids, whoever, and say, keep this in a safe place. When I die, this you break this list out, and boom, you're in. I mean, it's just so much easier. All right. Uh, 207. And anything they don't want naturally goes to me and John to put on There eBay. you are. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, my horse, I wrote down who to call with my, about my horse. I mean, everything. You know, just write it down. It, it takes three pages, a typewritten thing, and, and it's all there. It's right, it's right there. Anyway, all right, I, I, can we talk to Jill in a second? I, I, I see, Jill, are you available in there? Hi, hi. Now, I understand, Jill Nelson, you um, are an Uber driver. I am indeed. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, a little over a year. And how did you start, and how were you qualified, or what, I, what did you have to go well, through I to be Well, I sort of I found out through a friend. I had never heard of them before. Uh-huh. Uh, they had only been in town a, a few weeks, actually. Uh-huh. And uh, you apply online. You have to give them your insurance information, registration for your car, driver's license. They do a background check on you, so that thing he's asking for, background checks. Right. Already, already happening. done. Yeah, uh, they do not only well, criminal, uh, but, no, but driving background. That's what both. I was going to say. They actually check into yeah. your. Uh, okay, well, and good. Then, that's and good. then you go in. Uh, at, at the time, they they made us use their phone with the app on it to, mm. to do it. Now we're allowed to put the app on our own phone, but we had to go in mm-hmm. get a phone. They trained you to use it. I got you. And then you're out on the road. So the, the whole process took about a week or so. And how often do you, do you get calls, or and, and do you go by if you're the nearest person, or how, how do you get person. tabbed? Exactly. Well, I log in to let them know I'm available, yeah. and then if someone requests a ride, if I'm the closest person, I get the ride. So we're not fighting over who goes. So the first GPS, like I assume, is working all the time, so exactly. they know who's they where. Know, and that's why I felt safe doing it because yeah. I knew they knew where my car was and who was in it at well, any given. Well, moment. I was going to ask you, and I don't mean to be demeaning about this, but as a girl, as a woman, oh my mom, was very <laughs> concerned. About well, I, this. I'm fatherly to you, to you toward you and. <laughs> but really, I mean, I'd be, I'd be a little well, nervous. Well, that's the thing. They, they know where I am. They know uh, who's in my car. The person who's in my car is not someone I pick up off the street. Yeah. They have to download the app, put in all this information, credit card information, all that good stuff. Uh, because it's all credit card online, there's no money involved. I'm not right. carrying money, so I don't have to worry about that. And I drive a Prius, so no one is going to carjack me. So there you go. Now, I feel pretty safe. And, and do you get tips? Do they give you cash tips, they or is can, that included? Or They can give me tips, but it's not a requirement. Is it not it's is not it normal? Expected. Uh, how, no. mm-hmm. how often do you do you drive during a week? How many Uber trips drive, will you make? I drive about four hours a day weekdays, and it depends four on the hours? day. Yeah, just four hours. I don't. I do a part time. I'm not a full. Most people who drive for Uber X, which is what I do, driving your own car. Yeah. Uh, are part timers. We have other jobs, and this is the right. the fill in job. But when, when you may, you're driving four hours, you mean you're you're doing passenger drop off and pick up for four hours? Or you're driving around in I case may, somebody I calls be, you. Well, I'm usually sitting in a specific. I'll sit somewhere specific yeah. instead yeah. of just driving around wasting gas. And uh, some days are busy, some days are not so busy. So it depends. There's not a. It's not consistent. Yeah. It can be one right after the other, and some days I'll sit there for an hour and nothing happens. No kidding. So. And, and can, can I ask what kind? Of, do you get paid a salary or an hourly no, you thing, get, or what? Uh, do you, what do you, whatever the fare is, you get. 80% Uber gets 20. And because you're an independent contractor, they don't take taxes out or anything like that. You just get the 80% and wow. you're good to go. Now, not without giving anything away, but uh, mm-hmm. now, do you get a, like a 10W40 
forty kind of a thing. What I get a ten ten ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then I I deduct all my mileage and all that stuff, yeah. so it winds up not being too bad because I was worried about that tax thing. <laughs> all right, so, <laughs> if you, so, if, so if you guys, what's the longest trip you ever had? How much is the um, maximum you've ever made? Well, you're allowed to go anywhere. So if somebody got in my car and said, "Can you take me to Birmingham?" and I didn't have anything better to do, yeah. I could do it. Okay, uh, but probably the furthest that I've driven is up to Lawrenceville from downtown. And what's that? Um, 10, 12, 15 bucks? What, what that would was that about be? fifty bucks. Fifty mm-hmm. bucks. Wow. Yeah, that's far. It's a, it's a, it's a several miles. And so that's pretty is far. there any way to compare Uber prices to we taxi are much prices? Much cheaper than cabs. Cheaper than cabs. Much cheaper than cabs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you get eighty percent of fifty bucks. I mean, that's exactly. not too shabby for driving. Not at all. Of course, you have to pay for your own gas and insurance and expenses. Exactly. Wear and tear on your car, uh, and if somebody spills something, yeah. or, you know, now, now, let me ask you about that. You know, stinky guys coming in, or drunks, <laughs> or throwing up, or what? I, I mean, do have dog people that get in my car uh, occasionally, and or they've just eaten and they smell like barbecue and yeah. things like that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad. And, and basically, overall, is it worth doing? Are you glad you're doing Absolutely. it? Absolutely. I mean, really? I, again, I, I don't have the patience to do it full time because I couldn't sit there eight hours. Yeah. But as a part-time fill-in job, if you're, like, let's say you're a housewife and the kids are at school all day and you're sitting at home and you've got a car, why not make some extra money? And because they're all linked in and they know their background, their credit Mm -hmm. card check, their driver's license, or whatever it is, you Mm -hmm. feel safe. Absolutely. You're not putting your life in your hand. I think the riders should feel very safe. I I think I should be more scared of them. They don't get background checks and they're getting in my car, (laughs) so I should be more worried about them. Well, that's cool. But the good part, the best part of it is that you uh, make your own schedule. You don't have to ask for days off. You just, whenever you want to log in, you log in. Work for as little or as much as you want. I'm amazed that the taxi companies haven't tried to adopt oh. some kind of a high-tech thing like this to put you guys You'd out of think business. They would, but see, they've had a monopoly for so long they yeah. didn't have to. They didn't yeah. feel like they had to do anything like that. So wow. they, and now they're scrambling. I'll so. be darned. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. This is John Lovitz. And this hey, portion of the Kimma Show yeah. is brought to you by Pete Davis. Pete Davis. Whose flu symptoms should be improving this afternoon, uh, <laughs> sometime tomorrow morning, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, that's that's the ticket. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you so much. <coughs> hey, in fact, just in, I can't believe it. Uh, apparently Pete came in, uh, won the big uh, spectacular award at Dave & Buster's this afternoon. So nice going, Pete. Uh, I guess you get a couple of free rounds of the old ping pong or something, don't you? Yeah, look at it. Holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis, uh, who's doing things other than sporting, I can promise you right now. Hank Aaron's birthday today. Hank Aaron is 81. And I still have a baseball that he signed for my daughter, Jennifer, which I thought was very grateful for. He was a very nice man when I asked him about it. Uh, Roger Staubach, famous quarterback, Dallas Cowboys and Navy man, 73 today. Uh, racer Daryl Waltrip, Hall of Famer, 68. And golfer, two-time Masters winner, Jose Maria is 49 today. <laughs> because we have a newsmaker line. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Hold on. Let me get to Joe real quick. I mean, Ron, real quick. On uh, We were talking about a second ago. They got the newsmaker line. Sponsored by the siding, Doctor. Doctor. Doctor in a second. Hi, Ron. Thanks for holding. How's it going, man? Oh, we got him on a net. Oh, he hung up. Oh, sorry, Bon. All right, let's do a newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Tom Brokaw calling. I know it's a very serious, somber time, yes, but you know, yes. I just have to say I was really blown away by your Donald Trump voice. I could close my eyes and hear it. I mean, it was up right up there with a Brian Williams impersonation earlier this morning. I mean, you know, you don't come across talent like that every day. I so I just wanted him. to say that. And now, yes, sir. here's what's happening. All right, sir. I'm absolutely appalled. I'm unbelievably livid. <laughs> and my colleague, Brian Williams, of Nightline News. Nightline News, we have a bad line, I think. Nightline News. Nightline News. Uh, right. My colleague, Brian Williams, yep. 
actually tell the same lie over and over again for 12 years. 12 years, yeah. He actually said, I love you, Cameron, I'll never leave. Oh, wait a minute, that was your final wife that told that <laughs> same <laughs> lie for 12 years. <laughs> I'm sorry, that wasn't Brian Williams. Be my baby. Hey, where's my house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to give your final wife credit, though, Cameron. Really? I, I do, sure. When I. she told you you were one in a million, you later found out that was absolutely <laughs> no, that, the truth. I mean, that's a complete misrepresentation. <laughs> that was a slow week, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. Oh, no, 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 Brian Williams. Yeah, you know, so. I think they should can his butt, but I'm yeah. glad that yeah. I'm not doing the NBC Nightly News this evening. Really? Why? What do you mean? Well, today is the birthday of my least favorite golfer. <laughs> I never, I refuse to ever say his name. I'm just not going to do it. The Spanish so golfer who won the Masters a couple of times here? Okay, I'll try. Yeah, yeah. you know who it is. Go ahead. Jose Maria Wallow. <laughs> Jose Maria Wallow. Yeah, he won the Masters twice. Twice uh, Masters. I think the late Charlie Sifford watched it on TV because his invitation never arrived, even though he qualified <laughs> three different times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they screwed him long before James Spader, Augusta National, had a blacklist of their own. <laughs> New TV. I said they had a blacklist. Blacklist, I say, son. Dateline, somewhere in the world. City Hall. City Hall. City Hall. I'm sorry. Mayor Kasim Reed has fired yet another city official. A big scandal, Cameron. Oh. I didn't hear what happened. The mayor found out the city official had a profile on Christian Mingle. <laughs> if it had been on Muslim Mingle or Islamic fascist Mingle or ISIS Mingle, it would have been okay. But this was on Christian no, Mingle. No, we I can't mean, have Christian. Uh, grounds for immediate termination. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if it had been on Girly Man Mingle, he would have gotten a promotion, I guess, you know. As long as he didn't write a book about it or anything. Yeah, don't you know? tell anybody. <laughs> Let me get off my soapbox. <laughs> All right, sir. We like you. Oh, one more thing. What a shocker yes. to learn that the sports illustrator models have no appeal to the camera. <laughs> I mean, it has been years since Estelle Getty made the cover. So it's... <laughs> I mean, if they made Betty White the centerfold, Kimmer might renew his subscription. But, you know, yeah, Kimmer has no interest in the sports illustrator supermodels. No. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, K- and P. Davis is really sick. <laughs> <laughs> Checks in the mail, right? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you yeah. so much, Tom. <laughs> I appreciate it. Look out! Uh, it's two twenty-two. Yes, it's true. I don't. I uh, the uh, supermodels and the swimsuit issue do not really appeal to me. These you know six foot four inch girls who can palm three basketballs. You know, I mean, uh, anyway, um, and, and I did stop getting the sports. I, I you know, I, I don't know whether I get it or not now, but it was like five years ago. I, I, call, I called and said, stop, don't send it to me. I don't need it. I mean, if you want to look at, at girls in sexy poses, go on the Internet. Why? I mean, I don't even understand why they keep doing it. There's so much more available everywhere. I mean, what's, what's the point? You know, I, I just... mean, really, I, I, I don't get it. And so I told him to stop sending it to me. I don't because it doesn't. Tur- if I want to get turned on, I'll look at Andrea on Fox News. I mean, my God, you see her cleavage today. And the reason I brought up the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, if you haven't seen the cover yet, it's dirty. I mean, it's pornographic. The the, the girl who and, and by the way, those are are huge, hard as a rock, rubber softball boobs. I mean, those aren't anywhere near real. I mean, they look like somebody shoved a couple of softballs in her chest and they're, it looked like they're ready to explode. I mean, it does, it looks uncomfortable. And by the way, I'll say this again. I, and I don't mean, well, God, all right, let me, let me, I've got three things going. First of all, the cover picture sports Illustrated is dirty. It's pornographic. It's just, it's way too low. The bikini is so low cut. I mean, it's, it's, 
you, it's just wrong. I mean, it's just wrong. And, um, well, anyway, if Hangman's got his hands on, oh, there's three things, okay, <laughs> this part says it's wrong. Plus, they don't turn me on, and I don't understand why a bathing suit issue of models has anything to do with sports anyway, which is kind of stupid. Uh, and I forgot the third thing. I have no idea what the third thing was. I'll remember it in a second. Um, what the? <laughs> I can't. I, it's gone. It's absolutely gone. You know what? No, my, no. <laughs> my three-year-old saw last year's Sports Illustrated issue yeah. at home, and he said, Dad, why are these girls in their underwear? Yeah. So I decided to check the box on the subscription. I no longer get it. Yeah. It, but it's just, I mean, it's, it's silly. I mean, it, 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 there's so much more available. That, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Who, who cares? And, you know, I mean, it just, uh, I don't know. They're, mm, it just doesn't do anything for me, so... All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. It was. I was going to talk about something that related to the uh, to the uh, Fox News. Girls Roger Goodell's or wife. Yeah, we, I, we, I, I'm trying to remember who his wife is. And one of the Fox News girls married Roger Goodell. I can't remember her name, but anyway. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Oh, have you seen the video of what they're doing in Ferguson, Missouri? This may be the dumbest idea I've ever heard. There's video out there now of police officers in Ferguson, Missouri. I'm not bashing the cops. I'm bashing the idiot who came up with this idea. They're now training police officers in Ferguson, Missouri, to have these special little plastic overlays that go over the barrel of their pistols. And it's basically, it's like a slide-on condom over the barrel of the pistol, and on the end of the condom is a big rubber ball. And what happens is when you fire the pistol, the shell, the bullet, expands through the barrel and and basically shoots the rubber ball out as the rubber ball hitting the target. So you don't kill anybody. You, you, it's, like a, it's like a stun gun all of a sudden. The rubber ball gets shot by the bullet. But here's the thing. If you fire it once, you have to get another rubber ball thing, put it over your gun, and then aim and shoot the guy again. So what happens if you're being fired on by gangbangers and you're in Ferguson, Missouri, uh, you take one shot and you shoot your rubber ball at the guy and then you say, uh, time out! Uh, time, uh, hold on, time out, I gotta put another rubber thing on the end of my pistol. Hey, ow, that hurts, stop shooting me. I got, no, wait, time, I called time, damn it. I, just stop shooting me, ow, that hurts, you bastard. I gotta put another rubber thing over the end of, ow, stop shooting, I called time. Idiots, my God, idiots. Look at the video and you can see the guy, the, the cop shoots the rubber thing off the end of the gun and the little ball goes flying and then he has to stop and get another rubber thing and put that over the barrel before he can shoot it again. Are you nuts? <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't believe it. Who in their right mind would do that? And plus, if you're going to shoot at a guy that deserves to be shot, shoot him. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you only want to knock him down, then go knock him down. I don't get this. I, I honest to God, it's a, it's a, look at the video. You've got to find the video. Ferguson, Missouri cops on this rubber ping pong ball thing over the bar. I'm honest to Pete. I just sat there and laughed, and I thought, how'd you like to be stuck on that duty? Uh, hold on, you bad guys. So wait a minute now. I know you robbed a bank and you shot a couple of hostages, but I got to get my rubber supply of ding balls over the end of my gun there, if you don't mind. Jeez. <laughs> Why don't you stick to the beanbag shotgun? Uh, it's, it's just <laughs> silly. It's just, I mean, you have to, oh, it's just, look at the video. Honest to God, you'll just be laughing at it. And I feel bad for the cops. You can't take the gun out of a cop's hands. Let the cops be cops, for God's sakes. They know what they're doing. Jeez, I just, I just, we're going nuts in this country. 227 is only the giver. Look out.
You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. Hello, I'm Robert Stack. <laughs> hey, Robert. And this portion of our show is brought to you by the Pete Davis Medical Center, where our philosophy is feed a fever, milk a cold. For four, five, six, seven days a week, a month, a year, a decade, whatever you can get You're out of it. You're repeating yourself. Now here's your host, The Kimmer, The Kimminator, The Kim Monster, the guy that's going to be gone next week. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> Look out. Yeah, boy. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 234. I got news breaker lines coming up, sponsored by the signing. Doctor? 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 I didn't get a doctor out of doctor. this guy. Doctor? <laughs> <coughs> and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844 1067. I remembered the third thing. I was three things I was going to talk about, and I get so distracted by my own self. I remembered the third thing. About we talking about the Sports Illustrated thing. First of all, the picture on the cover of the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated is dirty. I mean, it's just, it's, it's too uh, revealing. I mean, it go, it, it, the bottom of, at the top of her bikini, on the bottom part of the bikini, is right there. And, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, you can't help but, you know, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, it's, honestly, I can't, I can't believe it. So I assume they keep it covered in the stores. I, I can't imagine this is up for public display. I'm, in fact, I go to Publix. I'm, I'm going up today. I've got to get new carrots for my horse and stuff today. I'll stop at the Publix up at, uh, in Crabapple and find out what, if, if they have it on the shelf. I think it's out today, isn't it? Doesn't out, out today? It's Thursday? Yeah, yeah, I think so. If it's there, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find out. Oh, the other third thing I was talking about was that I think this is inappropriate. Also, why even have swimsuit girls modeling in Sports Illustrated when you can, if you want to see girls in bathing suits, go to the internet and see a lot more than that for, anyway, for free, but it doesn't make sense. The third thing was, I was going to say, when this girl in the picture on front of the cover, uh, oh, there's a quick newsmaker line update, I think, possibly. Uh, I mean, maybe. Um, yeah, uh, can you free up the lines? Some, uh, uh, maybe not. <laughs> now, they're still blocked, so what, can we free up 615? Yeah. Somebody answered it. Oh, Okay. Well, maybe we'll find out what's going on. I may have a late newsmaker line here. Uh, 236. Anyway, the third thing was, when you look at the picture of the girl on the cover of Sports Illustrated, she's got these um, inflated rubber breasts. I mean, they, they don't look real. They don't. I mean, they look like they're painful. They look like they're going to explode. I mean, they, they look like a balloon that's ready to pop. I mean, it just, it's just. What I wanted to say was, and I don't. I, I don't. I don't want, want to be demeaning in any way. I don't want to be negative in any way toward women who get plastic surgery. I'm in favor of it. If you want to feel better about yourself, God bless you. Have fun. But if you get boobs that look like that, the only time they look good is in clothes. Girls with boob jobs look great in sweaters and shirts and halter tops and bikinis and things like that, unless they're too revealing. When you can see that there's just some big, round, hard blob thing stuck in her chest, that's not attractive. So, and, and, I don't know, it's just, it just seems like such a way. It's just, it's, it's unfair what we're doing to our women in this country. Honest to Pete, it's just, it's really, really bad. Hey, wait a minute, is that a quick late newsmaker line, special uh, late edition of our... Uh, uh, newsbreaker line. Hold on, let's put him right on there. I see us on the old newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Kimber, this is Charles Barkley calling. <laughs> hey, Charles, how you doing? Well, I miss the sports. How do, how the Hawks doing these days? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to know that, Charles? I mean, you're the NBA guy. Just <laughs> keep track of that or something? Or, well, you know, <laughs> you know, people think I'm an idiot or something just because all I do is mow lawns for a living. So. <laughs> well, they don't say it about you, far as you know. <laughs> Thank you, Ty. I really appreciate that. With my lips, I don't think so, Carl. (laughs) You need a ruling over here or something? (laughs) Yeah. 
I checked in on Pete Davis, Kemmel. Oh, you did? How's he doing? What the... Well, he's down half a dime, but he's just feeling inside straight, so he's coming <laughs> back pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Manny Tavern got that poker tournament again, huh? <laughs> yeah, I didn't recognize Pete through all the cigar smoke almost. I mean, <laughs> I mean whoever thought that puffing on a panatella to the nub three times a day would be bad for you. <laughs> it's a cigar. Yeah, it's a cigar. Thank you. <laughs> like I said, I ain't been studying no NBA, man. Thank no. goodness, though, I can hear Jamie Dupree on the Herman Cain show, though. Oh, there's a treat, huh? What, like, you what? know, Herman, if the Hawks end the season with the most victories, there's a good chance they'll win the division. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie, for that free inside. What is bipartisan? I know, I've never understood. <laughs> it's when both parties agree on the same thing, Sean. <laughs> the most connected man in Washington, folks, Jamie Dupree. <laughs> It means all the partisans That's why going I don't have way. to read the news and I can devote all my time to stealing from charities, folks. <laughs> wait, wait, we mean it. <laughs> Look at that wiggly with a web and wing his eels. Say your prayers, Sean Bob. <laughs> is mad. Oh! <laughs> I hate rabbits. <laughs> Well, today's 81 birthday, the first birthday of Hank Aaron. Hank Campbell. Aaron, 81 today. Yeah. yeah, you know, Hank wasn't always a bitter old man. Really? No, he used to be a bitter young man before, <laughs> well, you know. He <laughs> kept all those hate letters. I don't know about that. I... <laughs> you know, you mentioned Roger Staubach. I got a little advice. You ever meet him? Uh, all right, sir. Never, ever ask Roger Staubach if he wants another drink. <laughs> you never ask a Navy man if he wants another drink. It's nobody's goddamn business. How many drinks is already? Am I right? It ain't all his business. Kasim Reed might be listening. You know, we got to use the Kasim Reed approved version of Caddyshack. You know? There you go. On this date of 1900, U.S. and you see, I, I'm sitting there studying history. I'm studying no NBA though. That's all right, the problem. That's all right, sir. U.S. and U.K. signed a treaty for the Panama Canal, Kim. Panama Canal, yeah. You know, difference between the Panama Canal and Cynthia Tucker, the Algeria Constitution? Uh, no, I don't know the difference. The Panama Canal is a busy ditch. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Charles. We appreciate and Ellen DeGeneres and a Dutch boy have one thing Well, no, common. no, see, there, you know, there was a, there was a <laughs> hole in the wall. Right. There was a yeah. was painting. There was Blocking the sun. It was flooding or something. They tried to blocking the, the uh, flood. Yeah. Or <laughs> something like that. Thanks, Charles. Great Look to out. be on the show, Appreciate man. Appreciate it, sir. <laughs> Look out. I love it. 241. Uh, we got more news breaking lights coming up. Let's get to the phones uh, before our traffic check. Bob on News Radio 1067. Thank you for holding, Bob. Welcome, sir. How's it going? Good. How you doing, man? What's up? Uh, you know, I'm my wife and I live to up here on Lake Hartwell, although I grew up in Atlanta. Uh, Lake Hartwell's 30, a beautiful area. I love the place oh, up there. It is. 36 years in Atlanta. But wow. I was just going to ask you, all your newsmaker lines and all you got the fellas saying yeah. stuff, you know, about you being a short-timer. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy Dub about your wife. Yeah. Can I say something like that without sure. you blocking me? Sure. Or me well, yeah, if you can say it on the radio, absolutely. Yes. I, I just wanted to apologize for all the nasty stuff I've said about you over time. Really? Well, it's very nice, Bob. Like what? I don't remember. Heck, half of it wasn't even true. <laughs> hey, ho, hey, ho. <sighs> okay. <sighs> all right, this uh, this is pretty important. I want you to write this down. <sighs> 
by. She says, I'm begging you. I am begging you. Please, please remember, we are paid professionals. Please do not try this at home. 242. Oh, Belvedere. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. My George, <laughs> this is Mr. Magoo. Yeah. And this portion of the Kim Peterson show is yes. brought to you by yes, Brian Williams. Oh, He's been caught in another big lie. Yeah, yeah. Brian's claiming Pete Davis is really sick. <laughs> I have to laugh, <laughs> my boy. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much, Mr. Magoo. It's only me. It's only the camera 247. More. I'm going to slip on a couple of newsbreaker lines for you. Uh, this was the day, 1953, Walt Disney's Peter Pan was first released. 1953, the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour on CBS premiered this day, 1967. And uh, in 1919, the movie studio United Artists was incorporated in 1919 by Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks, D.W. Griffith, and Charlie Chaplin. Wow. That's a pretty good lineup there. Uh, 248 News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer Moore and the Brian Williams lie here in a second. And also what Putty Tat thinks about ISIS. <laughs> oh my God, what do you hear? If you haven't heard this, this is unbelievable. But first, how about a news break line? See you Good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is uh, Dennis Miller calling. <laughs> hey, Dennis, how's it going, man? Well, I don't want to go off on a rant or anything, you know, but this Brian Williams cat, can you believe this yeah, guy? Yeah, I don't know. Kimmer, sir. I haven't witnessed this many bad lies since I went 36 at Chastain Park there, people. <laughs> <laughs> don't pick that up. It's not a divot, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> not a turtle, either. <laughs> it ain't moving. <laughs> Play isn't the only thing backed up at Chastain Park, if you know what I'm trying to say here, Billy. <laughs> I bet right now Brian Williams is as nervous as a as a Herman Cain companion in church. I cleaned that one up there for you, Chachi. The woman's seen more motel rooms than a Gideon Bible, Popo. Thank you. Herman Cain's niece seen more ceilings than Michelangelo, Momo. You know what? <laughs> What was I talking about there, Billy? I, I mean, Kimmer. Know. I mean, uh, it's a lot better reaction than I get from O'Reilly. Is that all, Miller? That's all I get from the guy. He doesn't react very well to you. <laughs> like Sean Bob or something, man. I'm dying over here. <laughs> <It'll> help. <laughs> Brian Williams, this cat. I mean, yeah. I bet right now, Kimmer. Yeah. Brian Williams is sweating worse than a village person in the CDC waiting room. <laughs> Where do I get these, all these oh, analogies? I don't know. I wish somebody would stop me. <laughs> so do I, sir. Shut the hell up. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe we could put Brett the truck driver on and kill the show the rest of the way off there. Yeah. Brian Williams is shaking worse than Michael J. Fox in a belt exerciser there. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you see where even Al-Qaeda is called the burning of the Jordanian pilot evil? Evil, they say. Al-Qaeda telling you you're going too far. Yeah. That's kind of like Kasim Reed telling you to lighten up on the Christians there, Chuck. <laughs> This is like Nancy Grace saying you should lay off the mashed potatoes for a while there. <laughs> Come again on the gravy? I mean, that's like <laughs> Kennesaw State President Dan Papp telling you to grow a pair there, P-Wimp. 
I mean, Kimmer, uh, yes. this is like cumulus management saying you should stop ignoring the Kim Peterson show. <laughs> Hello. It's like I'm saying that, is it? Al-Qaeda calling you evil. <laughs> Thank this you. is like Pete Davis saying to stop trying to turn a case of the sniffles into a two-week vacation there, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of analogy. I gotta go there. I'm it's sorry. Always, it's always a pleasure, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm the penguin. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'll look out. I'm going to slide another news break line in for you here in a second. First of all, if you didn't hear what Puttitat said at the prayer breakfast this morning, here's now how our, our, our President Puttitat, the deserter in chief, the coward of the White House, describes ISIS. We see ISIS. A brutal, vicious death cult that, in the name of religion, carries out unspeakable acts of barbarism, terrorizing religious minorities. Death cult. Death cult. ISIS is the junior varsity, and now they're a death cult. A cult, kind of like Scientology. Is that kind of a cult or kind of a... Oh, my God, I can't believe it. All right, 252. All right, forget it. One more news break, Let's see what's going on here. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? Hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, yeah, well, have you heard the latest? No, no, sir. I... Neither have I. <laughs> Thank you. You know, because I listen to We Suck and Glitter since I'm dead right in their demographic over there. They... Yes. A lot of They're just reporting news over, over the defeat of Michelle Nunn this morning. They're really on top of things over there. Well, a federal judge has ordered that Alabama recognizes gay marriage. Gay I'm marriage. sure you saw that. And you know what that means, Mr. Heston. What does that mean, sir? Well, Alabama uncles can now marry their nephews with no repercussions. Because, <laughs> like I've always said, yeah. what's good for the niece is good for the nephew. <laughs> something like that. She's not good enough for her own family, not good enough for me. I don't know. There you go, boy. Thank God Thank for you. those crush-proof cigarettes. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> One day we're going to finish that, and then we'll we be might. finished. We'll finish it once. Hey, did you see where Vince Dooley contacted Amazon demanding a refund? No, I didn't see that. All right, follow me on this one. Uh, all right, sir. Vince wants his money back for that Amazon Fire voice-activated TV. Oh, really? Well, it keeps changing channels because Barbara won't shut that hell up. <laughs> Shut up, Barbara. <laughs> We've been across the whole interstate system to get to that one. <laughs> you see where Lance Armstrong hit two cars with his SUV and then left the scene of the accident? Yeah, left right there. A witness said Armstrong was driving like he was half nuts. <laughs> I thought he was. Just Wait being, a minute. Being himself, I don't know. <laughs> Weasel that he is, Lance Armstrong got his girlfriend to fall on the sword yeah. and take blame for the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew what any of this meant. Me too, sir. And now it's Feels time good. for a oh, visitor from the east, excellent. the amazing Charnak. Charnak. The, the answer to this question is home of the Whopper. Home of the Whopper. What does it say on Brian Williams' mailbox? <laughs> 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 you see, he tells a lot of tells a lot of whoppers. Are <laughs> a Dutch boy and Ellen DeGeneres. A Dutch boy and Ellen DeGeneres. No, we can't do that. <laughs> no, it's a, it was a leak in the wall of the water. And <laughs> Something to do with paint. We can't do that. Dutch I mean, boy you know, we can't be pushing <laughs> products on the Trojan Heston show, for God's sake. The little Dutch boy and the <laughs> hole in the wall. I don't know. The answer to this question, you mentioned it earlier, yeah. is Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. 
<laughs> Describe John Boy getting kind of kinky. <laughs> That's rough. Rough. <laughs> Kid might overdo your sisters or something. Yeah. Oh my God! I hope, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, yes. not a moment too soon. Yes. The last the envelope last for this Thank afternoon. May your only son pop out of the cake at the Jeff Gordon retirement party. <laughs> <laughs> That's not icing. <laughs> wow. I think I will do the Dutch boy joke now. <laughs> I might even do Dick Clark or something. I don't know. Hey, Lois. <laughs> the answer is yes. the Claremont Lounge, Manuel's Tavern, Eddie's Attic, and the Pink Pony. Claremont Lounge, Eddie's Attic, Manuel's Tavern, and the Pink Pony. No, name four places that are really happy when Pete Davis gets sick. Wink, wink. <laughs> Sims. Sims. <laughs> Thank you so much. What a Dutch boy. Dutch boy and Ellen comments. No idea. <laughs> I can't even imagine the link. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? No, that couldn't be. Right it. on the tip of my fingers. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> Figure it out. I guess. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much. <laughs> Got to love it. All right, look out. Tomorrow, letter rip Friday. Anything goes. I hope Pete's feeling better. And Hangman, thanks again for your double duty today. And John Boy, of course, you guys have been great. Anyway, it's only the Kimmer coming up on 257. I guess it's the news people. It's the news people coming up on. Ow! Sticking knuckle on the third. God darn. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.